Hello and welcome to the Matt Belair podcast. As an explorer of the mind and world, author and coach, I have spent a lifetime learning how to push my limits and achieve my highest potential. My mission is to bring you the most inspiring, conscious, and empowering teachers, leaders, and thinkers on the planet. To bring you stories, lessons, and messages that will help you master your mind, body, and spirit. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Good day, human being. You exist, and that is fantastic. I hope that wherever you are in the world that you're doing amazing. Thank you so much for joining me. It is a privilege and honor, as always, to be with you. We have the incredible Grace Smith on in this part two, and we are just going deep into hypnosis, the power of hypnosis. If you like the first part, you're going to love the second part. Um, We talk about uses for hypnosis, um, the three E's of programming, which is important to know, trauma, disempowered versus empowered, the subconscious versus the conscious mind, the power of suggestion, why you need to dehypnotize yourself. This is also very important. Talk about neural pruning, animal magnetism, and Edward Bernays, and so much more. So I know you're going to like this episode. If you do like it, please share it with your friends. It helps spread the knowledge, get the word out there. Um, You can also support me on Patreon. That's epic when you guys do that. Um, I want to thank Dan Anello. Thank you so much for just tossing a buck in the bucket. I really do appreciate that. It goes a long way. And you can also leave a review. So thank you for those of you who's taken a moment to leave a review because it inspires other people to listen. And um, this one is from Vico Roth and it says Matt Belair rocks. Listening to Matt Belair and special guests has been a great way to gain insight and knowledge that is brought to you in a friendly and connective way. I can say so many great things. As someone who has been listening to this podcast on my way from work, lots of interesting explorations from health, wellness, mindfulness, and more. Always look forward to the next episode. So worth it. So thanks so much for leaving that review. It helps a ton. But the best thing that you can do is you can do an act of kindness today. If you listen to this podcast and you push play, I can guarantee you it is a pain in the butt to make all these things. It takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of effort. I do love it. I'm not complaining. But what I'm saying to you is that if you like it and you want to say thank you, Go do something kind to so- for someone else. Just one thing. You can write somebody a note. You can pick up a piece of trash. You can pay it forward. You can give somebody a compliment. You can listen to somebody. Do that thing and then you're getting the message of the show. Um, because no matter what theory, whatever we think, however we meditate, whatever we believe, how spiritual we think we are, or don't think we are, what we wear, doesn't matter. If you do an actual action of kindness, then you're really getting the spiritual message. And that to me is spiritual mastery. Three kind acts a day. Go out of your way and don't uh, tell anybody. And that's the kindness challenge. So you can do that too. A few people have done it. And the people who've done it for a week have all reported that something profound has happened. It was a really special experience. So I invite you to take that. Um, so that's it. That's my rant. Um, if you want to sign up for the email list, go to mattbelair.com. Stay up to date. I'm going to start sending out some emails. I promise you there's been a lot of people on the list and I haven't done anything. Um, lucid Dreaming. Go forward slash Lucid Dreaming and get a free ebook and guided meditation there. Um, check out David Lonebear Senapass at Lone Bear's Arts. He's one of my sponsors and uh, current mentors, a pretty extraordinary person i realized that he's really far out there like really 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 far out there um so you know square if you don't quite get what he's saying because i don't quite get it um either but you know i'm still going down that rabbit hole because i like to get right to the bottom to figure things out um i'll let you know what i what i come up with um what else i think that's it so let's just get into this and we'll just do like a little mini hypnosis so wherever you are in the world just stop what you're doing and just taking a deep breath in through your nose and as you take that breath in just set the intention to relax yourself as deeply as you can as you hold that breath in feeling yourself relaxed from the tip of your head to the tip of your toes completely relaxing and letting that breath out slowly with all the cares and all the worries of the day relaxing deeper and deeper now taking another deep breath in through your nose and with this breath making the firm commitment to be kind and compassionate to yourself to increase your confidence and your self-love as you hold that breath just feeling loving calming kind energy towards yourself coming forth And just let that breath out slowly with all the self-limitations, all the negative self-talk, all the limiting beliefs that don't serve you, just letting them go now. Taking in one more deep breath in through the nose, 
holding that breath as you relax even deeper and just see and feel all of this positive energy, this kindness, compassion, support, and confidence pulse through every cell and every muscle and every fiber of your being, just feeling totally inspired. And just let that breath out slowly with all the limiting beliefs, all the self-doubts, all the inner criticism, just letting that go now, now and forever. And just see yourself as you continue this relaxing breathing, moving about the days of your life, just being kind and compassionate to yourself, to being full of self-love, full of self-worth, being just totally compassionate and kind to yourself, feeling totally alive, confident, vibrant, connected to spirit, and inspired for life. So thank you so much for listening to this episode. I know you're going to enjoy it. So let's get into it with Grace Smith. You can do it yourself. That's the whole thing. And you can just coding. I've been using hypnosis since I was a teenager. Since I figured it out, I was like, holy crap, this works like magic. Um, And then I just changed the coding. So you got to come back to empowerment. Now, um, it's another thing. Conspiracy. Okay. So I was looking at when I was younger, I was curious how we still had war. I was researching a few things. One, what I was capable of. How do I understand the universe? Um, I was a martial artist. So how do I break bricks? It's energy. It's the universe. It's, uh, you know, lucid dreaming. Oh, my God. It's a different state. How can I lucid dream? What the hell happens there? What, the hell, what is that? Um, going into that. So hypnosis was natural part. And I'm like, okay, also looking at why do we still have war? Oh, mass conditioning, mass hypnosis. Do you know who Edward Bernays is? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Edward Bernays, that guy, frig. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So there are agendas and there is a reason why we don't know this. Because if we knew it, we wouldn't be able to be controlled by people who have certain agendas. You know, Mm -hmm. and it is just a suggestion. You have free will. But you can make a very strong suggestion. Same when I went to go be, uh, you know, I wanted to help people. So I was either going to go into business or to be a cop. What I learned about being a cop is it's a lot of suggestion. And, you know, it's just like they make assumptions. You know what I mean? Give me this. You you don't have to do that. You know what I mean? Why are you stopping me on the road when I'm just minding my own business? And so they just cross the line and make assumptions. And then you got into court. And that's a whole nother thing. Law is a whole thing. So... There are these things, but what the key is that, and you also made another good point about, yeah, most of the programming happens when you're five. When I worked with athletes before, um, you know, and they constantly become second, it's a self-worth thing. And I know that we're talking as like, it's some sort of uh, self-worth thing. And um, so the way that the, the brain works, I think it's the amygdala and some neuroscientists can tell me, but we're like hunter or gatherer, right? We go out and then there's a lion. And it's like, oh my God, it's a lion. And it eats one of our friends. It's traumatizing. But we now know that we should stay away from that thing. It is not friendly. Um, So that happens on an emotional scale. And then we hold on to it. And then we identify with it. And then it's our personality for our whole life, not recognizing that we got afraid. And then so the the mind doing, the brain doing its thing, wanting to keep us safe. Don't public speak again, man. That was embarrassing. You almost lost all, you almost lost all your friends and you're not good enough. And so the brain does this. And then all of this is now stored in the subconscious, unconscious without your awareness that that just happened. And then now you operate in that way to maintain that identity and stay safe as you cross the street, make sure I don't public speak. You know what I mean? Yes. (laughs) When you understand how the unconscious and subconscious works and you understand that it is 100% programmable and um, malleable through your own consciousness, through your own free will, through your own choice to create who you want to be, you are much more empowered. And you just need to understand the functions of the unconscious, subconscious how it, how it works, how it's programmed, and then learn to identify the limiting beliefs, the experiences, and the traumas that are causing you to act in a certain way without your awareness. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, I'm so glad that you, you mentioned that. And I found a little chart that I made up um, in the book. It's on page 98 in case anybody who's watching actually has the book with them. Let me um, refer to page 98. I broke it up into the three major sections of the brain, the reptilian, the limbic, and the neocortex, because as you're making changes in your subconscious mind, 
it's really important that you're starting with the most primal and the most basic. So that part of the brain that says lions are bad, stay away from lions all the time. The same part that says never public speak again. The part that says don't ask for the wage that you're worthy of because what if they say no? The part that says don't ask out the person you really want to be with, stay with this person who makes you miserable instead or whatever it is. You got to clear that up first. Like a lot of times people want to get into peak performance that haven't cleared up these basic instinctual reptilian brain issues first. And you can't get to the peak performance neocortex, which is the most recent evolution in the human brain without clearing up the most basic fundamental survival instinct stuff. So like, you know, um, here it says work on these first. Like if you're wondering where to start the reptilian stuff, your instincts, your breathing, digestion, circulation, elimination, temperature, the fight, flight, freeze, movement, posture, you know, things like stress relief, overcoming anxiety. Those things are all reptilian. If your anxiety levels are super, super high, that's nice that you want to learn a new language. That's a neocortex. Like let's get the stress levels down so that you can actually retain the new information that your brain learns. Otherwise, if you're learning the new vocabulary in a totally stressed out state, that's not what your body is worried about creating new neurological links in the brain. The limbic system are things like anger, sadness, disappointment, fear, and again, anxiety, more like social anxiety. So again, stress relief, overcome depression with the limbic, um, increase comfort, decrease pain, stop nail biting, develop gratitude, increase self-love, overcome insomnia, increase patience and kindness. And then the neocortex are things like making smarter decisions, work smarter, more focus, less distraction, plan for future successes, strengthen willpower, learn a new language, increase self-worth, stop the negative thinking and complaints, break through procrastination, uh, increase self-confidence, those kind of things. So I break it out that way because a lot of times, you know, people come to me wanting to work on X, Y, Z, but it's like, this is an easy way to categorize it. Another way to think of it is like this. Um, in chapter nine, this is, I, I talk about this structure. So um, all of your issues, all the things you want to change in your life, all of the problems, the physical manifestations, they're the limbs of a tree. You can see the branches. They're stretching out into the sky. So that's the binge eating. That's the coming in second in the race. That's all the problems you can see. The trunk is either going to activate those limbs and make them worse or it's going to make them feel like phantom limbs. Like they're there, but they're not turned on. So the trunk is stress and anxiety. If our stress levels go up, if our anxiety levels go up, we're biting our nails more, we're yelling more, we're eating more, we're not sleeping as well. All the problems are here. But just decreasing stress and just decreasing anxiety doesn't actually mean the limbs go away. They're just not activated. So then that moment comes along where they do get activated and here they are back again. They're not gone, right? Or just hacking off a limb doesn't mean that the trunk issue is gone. It could just grow a different limb. That's when we find, you know, somebody gets gastro bypass surgery and now their stomach is the size of, you know, this tiny little dime. And so they lose a lot of weight. But we've seen studies where 80% of people who have gastro bypass surgery can end up with sex addiction or alcohol addiction because the root issue of the addiction was never treated. Now just the stomach is the size of a dime. And so that's the equivalent of hacking off a limb and another one growing. What we need to do is get to the root, the root, root, root. And what I have found is lack of self-love lack of self-worth and lack of self-confidence are the roots of just about every limb. And so when we heal that, along with turning down the stress and anxiety, along with cutting off the limbs, then the new limbs that grow are ones that are being seeded by self-love, self-worth, self-confidence. So I don't just offer one hypnosis session anymore, right? If somebody wanted to work with me privately or one of the great space hypnotherapists who work at our company who graduated from our school, we don't just offer like, oh, you want to quit smoking. Because what I found over the years was if you quit smoking, but you leave my office and you still hate yourself, that's not a win, right? We want to make sure we're taking the time to heal and repair and foster the roots. 
And so when you're working on quitting smoking, but also the self-love, self-confidence, self-worth, and the decreasing of the stress and anxiety, which happens as a result of being in the theta brainwave state anyway, that's when you evolve as a whole entity, a whole person, when you start to reach your goals and then maintain them and not backtrack or yo-yo or plateau. So it's, um, it's a really fun, you know, when you, when you finally realize all the moving pieces that need to come together in order to evolve as a human rather than just fixing one issue here or there. Yes, I 100% agree with all that. And it's super important. Um, you have to get to the root. And it is interesting um, that, that 99% of people, a very high percentage, um, it is self-worth, self-love. I speak about this quite a bit. Greg Braden kind of deduced three universal fears. Uh, the first one, um, well, in no particular order, but the one I reference a lot is not being worthy or good enough. And for whatever reason, like we have that um, abandonment and separation. So, you know, feeling like um, people are going to leave you and surrender and trust, you know, so believing it's not safe to trust people, things like that. So every one of us is going to have one of those probably. Um, and you might have all three and that's okay. Um, yeah, you just, <laughs> you just got to be aware of it. And then you can then start to influence it because these unconscious beliefs um, are running your life, whether you yeah. know it or you like it or you're conscious of it or not. It is having a very direct impact on you. Um, so, you know, uncovering your limiting beliefs, getting to the root is the most fundamental thing you can do. And it's the exact same thing when I work with athletes. Um, you know, and hypnosis should be, you know, there's amazing studies in hypnosis, 1984, I think the Russian team had like 11 hypnotists and they just smoked everybody. And then everyone's like, oh my God, like, what did those Russians do? It's like, we used hypnosis. It's like, what did we used visualization. We used our brain. Oh, how, why would you use your brain in sport? It's just physical. You don't have any brain activity, you know, and the more dangerous the sport, the more it's mandatory. And to kind of give this example, like um, the book that I wrote, Zen Athlete, includes hypnosis. The idea is it's a compilation of, of the best self-mastery tools that I've ever learned. You don't need to be an athlete. But there's a distinction. When I worked with extreme sports athletes, and I am one, when, if I want to look and do my first backflip, that's, that's cool. That's dangerous. Now, if I want to up that ante and do a double backflip or I want to do a backflip over a 70-foot jump and I mess it up, we don't have the luxury to not have it all upstairs. Yep. You have to, or yep. you could get mangled. And so yep. it creates a necessity to mm -hmm. master this stuff. And yep. so the people like you look at a, watch any a Red Bull high diver, look at what yep. they're doing before. They visualize it and then they go through the motions. They have to program their reality because there will be an, an immediate response from reality if they do yes. not. And yes. they must and so if you can take that um, necessity to your life, because what, what's the idea is that we're not having enough um, negative stimulus, right? It's got to get to that. Most people need to get to that tipping point. It's got to get, like you said, with your drinking, you know, yeah. and you recognize it's a gift, right? You're like, mm -hmm. okay, I'm going all the way to the bottom. Bam. Okay. This sucks. <laughs> now I'm going to come back up. You know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally. will go, okay. Here's like, you know, happy and joy and blissful. Life's amazing. Screw that. We're not way up there. We're like, ah, I'm, I'm just getting by. That's about, because you're like getting by. It's not terrible. You know, I was like, it's not awful. You know, it's not the worst thing ever. It, let alone the idea of it being frigging spectacular because, you know, why would life be amazing? Um, yeah. But so we ride like, let's just say like 50% starts to get bad. We ride between like 50, 60, and usually 40 and 30, anxious, mm -hmm. depressed, afraid of crap, all that kind of stuff. And there isn't enough of a reason to make a shift. So Thanks. try to find that reason without hitting rock bottom, without um, hitting like a disease because then the next, and that's why I say, this is like, this is step one stuff. Step two stuff mm -hmm. is when you get into the weird stuff, you get into mm -hmm. the druids and like, what are we talking about with this? Like high altered states of consciousness, but in a way that like, you feel like, uh, how do I say this without like, I try to make it, I'm trying to ground it more these days. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, feeling inspired and connecting to life in a very beautiful and real and profound way for you. And yeah. that is a possibility with how you live. 
And yeah. but you got to start cutting out that crap that's making you feel like you're not enough, that you're not connected, that you're not worthy, that you don't have a right to be here on the planet. You know, yeah. and this is all mental conditioning from that first 10% of the brain, not like the 99, you know, percent of the subconscious operating system. And that's what consciousness does in meditation. It turns like a flashlight, have a peek at the unconscious, all that stuff, all that memory and programming. And then you can kind of, it's like you take clippers, you know, hedge clippers and kind of do your own pruning um, through your own idea. And then what you're kind of speaking about is neuro pruning. So once, you know, you start to change your programming, your thoughts, then literally those, those uh, neural connections start to die off. And then you go from not being worthy to feeling more worthy to feeling more powerful to doing all those other things. So um, I said everything I think I want to say, I'll just throw it back to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I love it. And, and that's the thing that's so interesting is for a lot of people when they first find hypnosis and hypnotherapy, and they say, Oh, my God, I can't believe how good this feels. I can't believe how effective it is. I can't believe how good I feel that it feels like that was such a huge, big step in, in personal development. And the truth is, this is the first step. You know, realizing we are in control of our subconscious programming is the first step. From that point, what you do with that is the glory of being a human being and getting to create your experience this go around, right? Not being at the mercy of other people's conditioning for you and other people's idea of what life on planet Earth looks like. But but what is possible here? And that's why I know by making hypnosis mainstream, I mean, it's, it's nice that it's like a little bit of an alliteration. It worked out to be a great, you know, business logo, making hypnosis mainstream. But the reason why I'm so passionate about it is because truly when hypnosis is mainstream, humanity will never be the same. It won't be. People will not live in this state of depression and anxiety and thinking others are the enemy and not be in, in this, you know, scrolling and scrolling and scrolling incessantly and compare and despair and I'm not good enough and jealousy and hatred and otherness. And because you did this, you are not like me and therefore you are the enemy. I mean, none of that can exist when you live at a higher plane and when you realize that your emotions and the way that you respond to other human beings is up to you. I mean, humanity will never be the same. So it's, you know, I, I never really get that lofty most of the time when I'm talking about it because I just want to get the point across of like, just give it a shot. What do you have to lose? But I feel like your audience is coming from a different place. And so I want people to realize like, this is not a tiny thing we're doing. You know, I, I had another client this morning, an amazing student of mine. And I know she'd be okay with me telling the story, but I'll, I'll keep her anonymous. You know, this, anyway, um, when her first sessions were like, sobbing, tears, overcoming physical abuse, sexual abuse, emotional abuse from parents and spouses and family members and so much trauma. And now it's like, literally our session today was, I would like to be even more connected to source so that as a vessel for these higher messages of love and light, that when I work with my hypnotherapy clients, that I am only sending a message that is of like the purest, highest consciousness. I'm talking like six months. And that wasn't my initiative for her. This is where she came. This is what she developed into a woman who was scared and took things out on her kids, even though it was the last thing she wanted to do. And, and you know, who was so bitter and angry and hateful because of her life circumstances. And they were shitty, man. I mean, there's no painting that with, you know, sparkly colors. Like it sucked. It was bad. But to say, you don't have power over me anymore, just because that happened doesn't mean you get to say who I am. It doesn't mean you get to say how I show up in the world. It doesn't mean you get to say what I think or how I feel. I choose that. I take my power back into now being a woman who doesn't take things out on her kids, has an amazing relationship with her kids, has her own business, is changing other people's lives, is empowered, making her own money, like has property, you know, like she's transformed. That's one person. If everybody on the planet does this and goes from living in their darkness and living in the pain and living in that as their story and who they are into living as their highest potential, that's the thing that's going to change experience of life on the planet. So that's why when I have a bad day, 
or I get a, a mean Yelp review or, you know, whatever, these little thing, you know, there's some customer service person being like, I can't get into my app. And like, it has nothing to do with our tech. That's how I can get beyond the little day-to-day -day issues of running a business and keep going. Or when, you know, I go to a party and someone says, what do you do? And I say, I'm a hypnotist. And they go like this to me or, you know, like they make some joke and it's like, I, I know that what I'm doing is more impactful than anything I studied at that fancy human rights college. It's more important than any of those $300 million fundraising campaigns. And even though there may be some of the world still doesn't get it, more and more people get it. You get it, Matt. And the people who are listening get it. And the people who, you know, read the book get it. And they'll help others to get it. And that's worth continuing, even if my ego gets battered every day a little bit it's worth it you know this is huge it's huge yeah yeah i i totally agree and it, it will indeed have a massive impact in um uh because we know the difference it goes from disempowered to empowered it goes from no choice to whatever choice you want do you want to be great at ping pong you can do you want to start a business? You can. Do you want to feel good about life? You definitely can. It doesn't mean that everything is freaking rosy out there. It's the same. It's like the same, same, but different. Yes. <laughs> exactly. You know, you're just a little bit more empowered. And like, so, you know, it's, I like how you said mainstream because I've always said like with the Zen athlete, I'm like, I want to popularize the mental game of sport, which I, mm. it's much clearer just to say, I want to make the mental game mainstream. <laughs> so thank you for that. That's you what I'm it. trying to do. And so <laughs> with all sports, like when I did martial arts, it's mind, body, spirit. You learn about the mental. It's just a part of it. And so I always did it and I didn't understand how other sports weren't doing it because it's so important. Um, and so like, why are we putting kids in like football and hockey and soccer? It's like, okay, it's all physical. It's all physical. No great athlete ever said it was the mental game. Nobody's ever said the mental game works. You know what I mean? It's just like, you have such a beautiful opportunity to sh teach kids empowerment through sport. And so this is, like, I was trying to figure out, I was like, okay, hey, this should be in schools. Every kid needs to know this. Um, right. One of the, and this is as basic as I can break it down. You're going to teach a kid how to do a basketball shot. Tell him to do three deep breaths and clear his mind. Somebody who can clear their mind and somebody who cannot is a fundamental shift in consciousness. It is a fundamental difference in the quality of your life. Yep. Two, get him to visualize the shot going in. That shows you that you can influence your reality, that you can influence the things that are happening here. Um, fundamental shift in consciousness. Fundamental shift in the quality of your life. Three, you missed the shot. What's the most powerful and positive perspective you can have in that situation? You don't always get to choose what happens here. There's a, it's a giant mystery. Nobody really exactly knows what's going on. I'm still trying to figure it out, and I have no idea, and none of my guests really do either. They're some pretty <laughs> amazing people. Um, so we're not really sure what's going on here, we can, but it seems like we can influence this to a degree, and we yeah. also can influence our state. And so then what, you know, okay, well, I want to make the next shot. Let's clear our mind, visualize mm -hmm. and intend, um, and then see what happens and we miss a shot again and our friends call us a loser and we pee our pants and it's all traumatic. What's the most positive perspective? And now this is moving towards empowerment. And yep. I do think that there's a massive reason all of the stuff that I've studied in hypnosis and um, meditation, things like that, that they don't teach that because it's all empowerment. You can't, you, you literally can influence and I see it in so many different ways and, and media is the other huge thing that I would change. Because it, it's using all of these things to, you know, make us not feel good enough, you know, put, put value on material, the outer body, not the inner body, you know what I mean? The outer object. Do I have a Rolex on my, am I rolling up on a bicycle, which I am, which is super cool, <laughs> or, or a Range Rover, which I totally want a Range Rover, but like, does it, you know, is there like a problem with society and like, oh, I need, I need this thing. So then I'm cool, you know, and that's the whole thing. It starts to bring the power back in. And yeah. gets really real because if you keep looking out all the time and that's your bar for your experience and how you feel, you're going to be disempowered and you're always going to be disappointed. And the other thing is nobody even gives a crap about you. Um, they just care that you're coming to work to fulfill your agenda. Like your friends care about you. People care about you. I'm just saying like the world at large, if you embarrass yourself, they're going to forget about it two days later, a second yeah, later. Nobody's going to. Yeah, exactly. Even if you like bomb on stage or something like they're going to forget about that and, and deal with their own world. So 
Um, I just want to share that because it is, is empowering. Um, everybody needs to know how to do this and you can do it repeatedly. And for me in studying, uh, consciousness, like pretty much my whole life, it's hypnosis is you have to have it. It's one of the most empowering tools. Uh, it's like you, you must use it and it's not that hard to figure out. I'm sure you could read your book, you know, and do it. And, um, yeah, so that's my rant. Uh, you want to add on to that? Just, yes, I agree. Everybody needs to know sure. how to do it. I love it. This is just the most fun ever. I completely agree with you. I completely agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, something I wanted to mention because you've brought it up a few times and I'm so excited for people to know the difference between conscious visualization and visualization on the level of the subconscious mind or when you're in the theta state. And, you know, when the Russians, um, just smoked everybody in uh, the Olympics, you know, people started to pick up on this. And so now many peak performance athletes are using hypnosis. And what they found is that if you visualize at the conscious mind, like right now I could close my eyes, not relax too much. And I could imagine myself, um, I, I don't figure skate, but if I were to pick an Olympic sport, that would be it. So I could imagine myself figure skating. If I had those sensors on my brain, the part of my brain that would be lighting up is the part that imagines something. Imagine something that's not real. When you're in the theta brainwave state, when you're accessing your subconscious, the part of my brain that would be lighting up is the same part that lights up if I were figure skating. So when you use hypnosis to visualize, you are actually strengthening the neurological connections in the brain that are doing the high jump that are going down the luge, that are getting the shot into the basketball, that are getting up on stage and giving the killer TED talk, that is coming home and speaking to your spouse in a way that is calm and measured so that you don't flip out in front of the kids or whatever. Like there's so many things to visualize yourself doing successfully, especially if there isn't a precedent for it before in your life, especially if before there was only fear and turning bright red and trembling. Then to do that at the level of the subconscious mind doesn't just mean you're imagining it. It means you're creating the actual experience in your brain of it having happened. And so that's why Olympic athletes don't just visualize that's why they use hypnosis because you're using a different part of your brain. You're using the part of your brain that actually goes through those steps, but you're not doing the physical wear and tear on your body that a gymnast would do by doing a million backflips. So it's really awesome for your days off when you're not training or even in between when you've got the ice packs on or you're in the thermo, whatever amazing thing that Tony Robbins does every morning, uh, you know, and you're resetting your body, you can still be practicing, literally practicing mentally while your body's getting the rest that you need. And that applies to all areas of your life. So, you know, some, I work with a lot of executives who, you know, they're at the, top of their game. They're already at the very highest that they can go in their company. But there's a lot of insecurity for how they're running team and how they're showing up on conference calls and, you know, how the other person at this other branch is, you know, thinking of them. And so they need to be able to visualize a world where they're not taking a brain space with this stuff, especially female executives. Like, you know, it's, it's so difficult to get there and there's so few at that high level that thinking about whether your boss thinks that what you said was the smart thing, like got to let that go. And I, I tend to find this a lot more in, in the women that I work with than the men than obsessing over, did people like what I said? Do they like me? Do they think I'm smart? The women have been programmed even more so than men to worry about other people's opinions. Not a hundred percent, but I definitely see that as a trend, but you don't have time or space for that. You got to be the best you are. And it's especially if you're going up against men at that same level and they're not thinking those things, then you got to free up that brain space to think about how you're going to be more innovative. How are you going to get in there and do an even better job? How are you going to be even more charismatic, even smarter, even more dynamic? And so you have to, if there's no precedent for that, if your whole life you worried what other people thought about you, you have to, in your brain, create the neurological precedent of being able to show up and not do that. And that is so super cool. So I hope that everybody who's listening starts to think about not just what problems do I have that I want to overcome, because that's important and that's probably a lot of reptilian stuff. But once you get to the neocortex part, what's the amazing stuff you've never, ever done that you want to create a neural framework experience for so that you can actually do it in physical reality again and again and again, because that's really the point that it's getting to that point. Yeah. 
Yep, 100%. And I, can draw, I, can, I think I can draw a map that's useful. I think most people, like I was sharing before, many, and the percentage is way too high. I don't know what it is, but it's very high. That are, they're in an anxiety loop, in a stress loop, in an unworthiness loop. That's how most people are operating, and that's why we're weirdos. We do hypnosis, so we're weird. <laughs> oh, you're a weird person. Are you smiling? That's, that's odd. Why, why aren't you stressed? Doesn't your brain function properly? Um, yeah, there's plenty of stuff to stress about, but also you can give yourself space from that too. Some stuff you should stress, some stuff you, you shouldn't. And most of it's a shouldn't. Most of it, you don't have to. So you wake up um, and, you know, basically you're in like conflict consciousness or stress consciousness. You got to get the coffee, go to work, you know what I mean? Do all these different things. So the first thing that hypnosis or consciousness like or like self-reflection or looking at your own mind, your own inner reflection, is you clear out all that data of like the limitation. Oh, I'm anxious. Where does that come from? Where are these beliefs? Where are this unworthiness? Where's all this stuff? Have a peek at that. Um, and it's not that hard to do. You start to look at you clear space. Then you begin to imagine now that that's cleared out. Now you can start to think about what's possible. It's really hard to imagine that future when all of that's running because you fear is immediate. If the lion is there, you're not projecting building your little log cabin. You are worried about this lion and you're going to get past that lion. Uh, then, then you can open up space to imagine. So you're stuck there. Until yeah. you clear that out. So you got to clear that out. Then all of a sudden, you'll free up space. I'm like, wow, what could I do if I put my mind to it? What excites me? What am I passionate about? And so to give a really clear example of like where this goes um, is that, you know, I had this athlete, Brody Carmichael. He's uh, on the Nitro Circus. He's a freestyle motocross uh, rider. And so one of the most dangerous extreme sports you can do. And uh, he fell on a front flip and he contacted me because I was working with one of his buddies. And he's like, hey, man, I fell on a front flip. I heard you're good. Um, I want to land a front flip on my motorcycle. I'll be the fourth guy in the world to do it. And I want to land some variations. And so we did a, a chat and um, he didn't, usually there's like some self-worth issue in there. Usually I know they're beating around the bush and there's going to be a self-worth issue where they need to come second because they're not worthy of being first. But he didn't have that. I could sense he didn't have that. So I was like, dude, you're actually totally fine. I like kind of... Um, um, refined a couple ideas to empower them. But I was like, dude, you're, you're totally fine. I was like, you don't have to read my book. You don't need to do my video course. You don't need to do any of that. This is what you're going to do. You're going to listen to this in, in, in the Zen athlete stuff. I create a hypnosis you go through, and then I give you four different relaxation scripts and teach you how to do your own. So you're like fully just how to do it. I was like, grab one of them you like, relax yourself, visualize you landing the front flip, do it for a week. Um, then you'll know there's going to come a point where you know you can do that, then go do it. Three weeks later, he lands a front flip. Uh, I think two or three weeks after that, he lands the world's first front flip heel clicker. Oh, uh, yeah. Two or three weeks after that, the world's first front flip Superman on a motorcycle and stuck it first try. And apparently, he didn't even, wasn't even practicing it into foam pits. And he just rip, hit me up. He's like, man, like this stuff works like magic. And I was like, yeah, now you can do that with whatever you want. And be, the reason why he did it is because there's a necessity not to die, not to break his yeah. back, right? So he yeah. had that immediate reaction from reality where if we're just kind of in the stress loop, we might not have that hard motivation. Yeah. Then you go to the next level. And we have people like uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza doing a lot of work on saying, hey, if you meditate and you go within, you can cure yourself of, of things that you know might be considered miracles like cancer and things like that. And there's a lot of st stories coming out from people curing themselves of incurable things through meditation. It's, it's all, it's kind of similar. Like there, there, you know, there's, there's fine points of how each one works, but it's the same idea, but that connects you to ultimately what I think that the goal is, is that this empowered space of you and your connection to spirit, to nature, to God, to universe or whatever. And that's, you can heal yourself all of a sudden you start to realize how powerful you are and how much you can actually influence this space, how much you can influence your body, your reality. And again, you don't get to control all of it. There is this surrender piece because whatever's happening is way beyond you, what you could possibly right. understand. And sometimes you have an experience, um, you know, they'll call it like an awakening or, um, you know, and it's not about trying to find those like Zen enlightened experience, experiences, but that's like the next step is just like, cool. You become one with all things for a, a, just, you just get a blimp. Boink, you're like, Ooh, holy crap. Like, this is yeah. whoa. Right. You get it for a second. And then all that does is say, Hey man, or lady, 
You're on the planet. <laughs> you are a powerful creator. Yeah. Now you got stuck in this fear mode for a bit because the mind can be conscious and it's trying to keep you alive and, the, and your conscious mind is being your friend. It's keeping you safe. It's removing yeah. threats. Now we're on this other side. You can create, you can influence, you can move towards uh, passion. You are taken care of. You're eternal. You're not, you're going to die, but you're going to be eternal after that. Don't worry. You're good. Um, don't be afraid. Go out there and create your butt off and enjoy this because this is a very magical experience. And so that's where we want to get to is this like um, super empowerment because what can you do over five years, 10 years, a lifetime? Um, and what do you want to experience here? How do you want to live? How do you, how do you want to be? And so those are the spaces that we need to get to so we can express ourselves um, as fully as, as we can imagine and know that we can and it's our right to. And rather than operating in like, why am I good enough and I'm not good enough to do anything and I just got to, you know, stay at this space it's, it's two different realities totally yeah 100 percent. and i think the one other thing i'll add is what's so interesting about who you just mentioned is this is somebody who you knew from the moment that you you met him that he didn't have the self-worth piece and so he was able to go in with a script and you told him do this every day for a week and he friggin' did it every day for a week. He probably did it multiple times a day, every day for a week because his life was on the line and his back was on the line. He's also an elite athlete, which means he has unbelievable discipline and drive and focus and he understands the power of repetition and muscle memory. This is somebody who, if he doesn't have a self-worth issue, that reptilian stuff was cleaned up, right? So that's awesome. But that's why, you know, some people will like, just yesterday, I got two emails back to back. We have a, a funnel for helping people overcome addiction to sugar. Sugars and everything. It's a major health concern. I helped somebody overcome this um, on the show called The Doctors. And so it became a very popular product for us. And in the first email, someone said, I listened to the recording twice back to back. Um, I haven't had sugar in six months. I can't thank you enough. I kept meaning to email you and thank you. And I just kept forgetting. Finally saw you pop up on Facebook today. Just had to say thanks. Email right after that said, I listened twice. It's not working. I want a refund. And also, I don't like the woman's voice. It's annoying. <laughs> so this goes to show, right? So even though the results of hypnosis are not actually magic, they're conditioning. They can feel like magic sometimes. You can break through paralysis. You can quit the smoking. You can break records, right? But the amount of conditioning that each one of us need is different for each thing you're working on. So I quit smoking in one session, even though I didn't believe in hypnosis. Belief doesn't come into it. It's not faith-based. This isn't a religion. It's just a scientifically proven fact. When you relax, you have the surplus energy to create new links in the brain faster. But you have to want it. I was so sick of smoking. I hated it. But my overcoming fear of public speaking was so deeply rooted in acceptance and likability and fear and survive and all this stuff. It took me 10, a whole 10, right? This woman who quit smoking in two sessions, I mean, uh, quit sugar in two sessions and then sent me a thank you note. Most people, you know, they just, they, need, they just go on with their lives, right? Had cleared up a lot of other stuff first. You can tell. Whereas the person who said, I listened to it twice, it didn't work, I want my money back, and the voice is annoying, has some other stuff to work on. It's apparent, you know? And even if you don't like the voice, that's okay. That's fine. Everybody's entitled to an opinion. But if somebody really wanted to quit sugar, the voice wouldn't matter, right? Like the person who came to you for help didn't say, I don't know if I like this script so much. He just said, you're good at what you do. I have a problem. I want to overcome this problem. I'm going to do what you say, and I'm not going to stop until it works. So for everybody who's listening, the question is just a matter of not does hypnosis work or does it not work? It always works. It works every time. Everybody on the planet can be hypnotized. It's watching a movie. That's it. Literally. Everyone can be hypnotized. It's just a matter of how much do you want it and how much conditioning do you need? And that's it. Yeah, that's a really good point. Uh, <laughs> the, other, the other way that the brain can be um, programmed is repetition, you know? And um, you touched on a really important point there. It's like, do you actually want it? You're like, ah, I kind of want to quit smoking. You know, you don't want to quit. You could quit on your own without hypnosis. You could do all of this without hypnosis. But, mm -hmm. but it's easier if you use that tool because what you're doing is, and, and it's such a good word to say, script. Um, that's why journaling is so important. You're writing your life script. When I went to Whistler and snowboarded like 150 days a year and I didn't want to work, I wrote that out. 
And I had no idea I was going to do it. I figured it out. I was like, okay, I want to travel the world and, you know, train with Shaolin monks. How the heck am I going to do that? I have no idea, but I visualized it, wrote it down. And lit, when I would go to sleep, I would, I would see that. I would do it because I wanted it. Um, so it's a tool that you use, you know what I mean? And so, yeah, you got to want it. Um, and they're all like, you know, super really great points. And, and once you clear up that stuff, the sky is the limit, but you got to, you got to actually want it. And we're all at their own process and just use repetition. You, anything ever requires repetition, you know, and the best people in the world at anything repeat it all the time. So yes. keep that in mind. And it's how your brain works. Um, Man, this has been so good. Um, there's awesome. so much useful information. I hope that people, um, you know, are inspired to use hypnosis as a tool. And it's not that complicated to learn. I, I bet your book is awesome. I'll get it and I'll read it. Um, so check it out and start using the tool. You know, they're, they're out there. Um, yeah. so, so do that and then empower yourself. Is there anything that you wish that I had asked or you want to touch on? You can feel free to elaborate as long as you wish. Um, but I think we covered so much and it was so good. Yeah, we covered so much. It was so good. I would just say, if you want to continue your hypnosis journey or you have questions, you can find everything that we do and offer at gshypnosis.com. And that's for gracespacehypnosis.com, gshypnosis. And um, other than that, you know, I wrote the book so that you can learn self-hypnosis. We've got private sessions, we've got recordings, we've got an app, we've got everything under the sun, but ultimately self-hypnosis is the most powerful thing you can learn to change your state anytime, any place, just with your own self. And you know, this is 10 bucks and everything else we offer is more than 10 bucks. So I would say if you're gonna start somewhere, start with the book, close your eyes, get free. Um, and from there, we're just here to support you in your journey. And Matt, I cannot thank you enough for helping me. This conversation is gonna help make hypnosis mainstream. I can feel we just move forward by a big chunk um, because of your enthusiasm. So thank you so much for having me. This was so awesome. Oh, my pleasure. Well, I appreciate you choosing that because it's a challenge um, and I support you in, in every way and, and I can't wait until it is um, these tools that, you know, work for people. So thanks so much for um, choosing this and doing your best. I think you're doing a fantastic job and uh, any way I can ever help you, just let me know. Will do. Thank you. You're welcome. See you guys. Thanks for watching. Peace. Bye. All right, guys, that wraps up that incredible two-parter with Grace Smith. I hope that you enjoyed it. This episode, it, you know, self-hypnosis is so powerful. So please share it with your friends. Tell them about it. Um, learn self-hypnosis. It's really easy. Um, you know, the guided meditation I have, if you go lucid dreaming, uh, you can uh, on mattbelair.com. Like that's basically what it is. Zen Athlete has a full-on self-hypnosis part of it. You know, I said it's self-mastery. It's not just for for sport. It's for everything. So you can check out the, the Zen Athlete course and just take it as a human being, as an entrepreneur, whatever, and you will level up massively because it's how you code your reality. And everything that I've learned, I just, you know, I'm just trying to trick kids so they can learn self-mastery through sport. So check that out. Uh, check out Grace Smith's work. You know, it's really great stuff. We do need to uh, popularize. I keep saying popularize the mental game for sport, and I can't remember what she said. Um, crap, I'm going to have to look at it as like normalize, but it's a way, way better way to, to put it. Make it mainstream, I think. Um, so that's what I got to do for the mental game of sport um, as well. Uh, but yeah, I think my brain is getting back together after the Parliament of World Religions. I have a lot of work to do. I have a lot to write. A very powerful experience. Some of it good, bad, ugly, like I said, um, to get that full 360 overview because what we're trying to do is something sacred, connect to God. And I think that, you know, that's something that's done through each individual. It's an individual process. And, um, you know, we don't need anything outside of ourselves to do it. So, you know, that's my goal is, is to just empower myself and, and have that connection through life and the universe and help others and community and, um, you know, seek out the leaders who are sharing something positive and um, meaningful and truthful so that we can have that connection ourselves and we can learn from these mentors. So I have a lot to write about those experiences. Um, if you want to support the show, Patreon's great. I appreciate everyone who supported me on Patreon. Uh, signing up for the email list, leaving a review in iTunes is so 
great. And the best thing that you can do is one kind act today. So please just do that and let me know that you did it. And if you take the kindness challenge, that's incredible as well. Three kind acts a day for a week. And those who are doing it are getting universal winks. It's a powerful experience. Trust me. Um, just so give it a try. So that's going to be it. Uh, check out zenathlete.com and that course there. Like I said, it's got self-hypnosis just as a part of it. And there's more and it's in-depth and it's super easy to use. And you can apply it like the second you read the book or go through because there's guided audios and everything there. Um, so that's it. Um, I think I got through this one a lot cleaner than I did the last one. I was like stumbling all over my words. But uh, let's let's close it out with a little mini self-hypnosis. So first thing that you do is you just stop whatever you're doing. Set the intention to relax yourself as deeply as you can because you do it yourself. So wherever you are in the world, just stop whatever you're doing. Taking a deep breath in through your nose. Hold that breath and just feel yourself relaxing from the tip of your head to the tip of your toes as you imagine this golden white light coming down from the universe, pulsing through every cell and every muscle and every fiber of your being as you let that breath out slowly with all the stresses, all the cares, and all the worries of the day, just relaxing deeper and deeper now. Taking another deep breath in through your nose, holding that breath as that light continues to pulse and energize and relax you from the tip of your head to the tip of your toes and now as you continue to relax just let that breath out slowly relaxing deeper and deeper taking in another deep breath in through your nose and just allowing yourself to relax as deeply as you can as you continue the slow rhythmic breathing I want you to just imagine yourself being kind and compassionate to yourself. See in your mind's eye now being the best version of you that you can be healthy, happy, connected, abundant, inspired. Just see yourself and feel confidence, feel energy. And just remember a time in your life where you're completely confident, completely energetic, completely inspired. Maybe just one memory, maybe multiple memories start to come now as you begin to feel a little bit more confident, a little bit more inspired. And just feel these energies pulsing through every cell and every muscle and every fiber of your being. And just more memories of inspiration, of self-worth, of self-kindness, of self-compassion begin to come in and flood your thoughts. Every cell and every muscle and every fiber of your being begin to feel a little bit more confident, a little bit more vibrant, a little bit more at ease, a little bit more self-worth, self-love. Just begin to pulse through every cell and every muscle. Just begin to enjoy this feeling and magnify this feeling of worthiness, self-love, self-kindness, self-compassion, realizing that you can give it to yourself at any time, that you are connected to God's source and spirit at every moment, that when you go to sleep, your heart continues to beat and you are divine and perfect just as you are, as all life on this planet is sacred and connected. Just feel this connection with yourself, with source, with spirit. Just see yourself going about the days and weeks and months feeling inspired and empowered knowing that you can create your life day by day choice by choice moment by moment and it happens slowly over a lifetime so you see yourself a year five years and ten years just pursuing your passions a little bit and watching how your life will unfold as you continue to have trust and faith in yourself and the universe so there you go thank you for listening to this episode thank you for being a part of this i'm sending you all of my love all of my appreciation all of my gratitude all of my well wishes everything that i am and have i hope and wish you all the best all of my energy thank you so much have an incredible day and i will see you in the next episode